know you listen to the Just Recording podcast with Ian and Jen. Yeah, this week we talk about what we got up to last week. Uh, went and visited your family down by the seaside. So we'll talk about also some of our favourite seaside spots. Um, yeah, well, one of the things I spotted was uh, how a football club was making money and uh, got some good ideas how our local sports team uh, could uh, capitalise in on it. Uh, also, uh, we'll talk about the gigs coming up this weekend and events that you will go to. Right, we're going to kick off the show. Uh, discovered this uh, on my phone a couple of weeks ago. This is Apocalypse by UKID. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, kicked off the show with Apocalypse by UKID, and uh, welcome to the last recording podcast with Ian and my good friend, Jem. Hi, Jem. Hey, Ian, how are you? You okay? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. You're you're all looking smart with a nice new microphone there. Yeah, I, I feel letting the side down, so I've been saving up all my pennies. It's only taken me about three years to do this, so a pound a week, we're almost there, really. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, it, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how it all records. You know, listeners, uh, let us know. Give feedback in uh, where whatever wherever I've posted this. Uh, tell us what you think of Gems Mike. So, can I just add to this, everybody? Uh, don't give us feedback unless you are Jimi Hendrix uh, reincarnation. <laughs> just the voice or some text. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Uh, what did you get up to last week? Yeah, uh, you're testing my memory yet again. Uh, you had Joe quite, over. That's I have. Yeah, that's I have the point. Over. Yeah, so Joe was over, and uh, so we went to Fanny's Meadow uh, on the Thursday Ooh. last Thursday. Yeah, and uh, it was incredible. It was such a lovely evening. The weather's been amazing. For f- this is definitely the year of festivals, and the time to open up festivals is now. So Fanny's Meadow is near Martok. It's a se- secret location somewhere in South Somerset. That's all oh. we're allowed to say. So when you get your ticket through the webpage, you then get sent the postcode. And all our favourite musicians was there. I missed Two Man because we just got an evening ticket because we were there for six hours. But uh, Bristol Group Solana was there, Globo Collective, Hands of the Heron, another and these are all bands that I'm really saying, oh, excuse me, would you like to play at Glastonbury Calling? My <laughs> friend Ian is uh, not going to choose any of you because I've made the suggestion. But if I get him to contact you, he might just do that. So that's that's what I was thinking. Cool. But it was on the banks of a river and the music quality was amazing. It was wonderful. Oh, fair play. Fair what about play. you? What did you get up to? Oh, well, um, yeah, uh, plans went. Uh, uh, right because we, we we went to stay down uh my parents um this was after we watched a thor movie on uh wednesday which was a bit it was all right not brilliant but not bad and then we went down my parents at the seaside uh which is uh one of the subjects uh we're going to talk about on the next uh section and um that was really nice seeing my parents and uh found this discount place there uh just around the corner from them and it's like all the stuff basically supermarkets and shops have come to the end of the line with and you like pick up i don't know we got some hotel pillows for five pounds a pair and all this sort of stuff some bizarre stuff in there um and then we went uh on sunday we met up with our friends um andy and sue and we were yeah we haven't seen them for a little while they live in devices we were looking for something on to meet at we couldn't really find anything so uh on this was on the sunday so we decided to go and meet in the middle at froom so we went to froom not realizing there's the world's biggest sunday market on ever there which was mammoth. So it took us like hours to find a parking spot, but eventually we did. And we found um, uh, a little uh, ale pub just at the road called Just Ales, of which there's uh, one in Wells. 
and this is the second uh, part of that. But uh, yeah, the stalls were everywhere, all over the street. It, it was like um, the Frost Fair, uh, and probably the crowds were a bit bigger there as well. So it's it was it was pretty impressive. I can tell you so that. So a bit more details. I I used to go to the Froome uh, markets quite regularly. Yeah. It's an independent market that you mentioned. It's once a month on the first Sunday. Yeah. Month. It's been going for a number of years now. What's lovely about it, as well as having all these sort of traders and things, all the record shops, and there are, I think, at least two in Froome are open. Yes. And often there's music um, in the streets as well. So yes, it's, yeah. it's a lovely, lovely place to to be once a month um for just everybody out in the street so i'm quite envious because i haven't been there since uh lockdown I need yeah to it was it really good it was really packed but i didn't realize how big it was and and like yeah there was i never got to see who the, like we caught some of the music but i never got to see who the musicians were playing there which was a, a shame i know some of the Froome ones there are definitely ones that i didn't recognize um uh but yeah, uh, it was it was really good, quite good fun, really impressive. Uh, definitely recommend that to people if they're out and about. Um, next, well, the first Sunday in September, that would be the next one. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah, you can't go wrong. They had like four craft beer stands there. They had a real cider stand. They must have had about twenty different food stalls. You know, you could you could get anything great vegan selections and vegetarian selections. Yeah, it was, it was very, very impressive. So, uh, yeah, had, had fun at that. Um, but, yeah, the only thing I would say is that we were going to uh, – we were looking for something to do, and this is something uh, I want to tick people off for because um, we couldn't – you know, we, we if there was some live music on somewhere, uh, if it was a little bit further for them and a little bit nearer for us, we – or, or it wouldn't have made any difference. We would still gone. And uh, one of the local venues, I think about three o'clock on the afternoon, posted uh, an event that they had on that same after- afternoon, afternoon stroke evening. So I think they really need to be more on the ball because we were looking oh, on the Friday and Saturday to try and work out what to do. And there wasn't anything on. And there was quite clearly someone we would have liked to have seen one of our favorite musicians uh, between both of us if we'd have known about it so uh, come on venues get your uh, get your act together and get uh, your events up a bit earlier so people can plan just to add to that they've already got their acts to acts together could they share those acts with yeah. us so we know who they're on so we can go and see them yeah most definitely most definitely yeah we would have definitely gone and uh, yeah, it was a shame when I I was looking the following day and saw this uh, person had played there, and I was like, "Oh, that's really good, isn't it?" <laughs> oh well, right. Anyway, let's play some music. Uh, this is uh, Pete Sharp and uh, a Nightstone Pier. Since it's real. 
You've never been no braver going down on that some pew about feeling mighty feel when it's dark, when it's cold, and you're walking all alone. Oh Lord, can this be real? Save me from this dread I feel. My skin it crawls, my senses real. Save me from this dread I feel. And oh Lord, can this be real? Save me from this dread I feel. My skin it crawls, my senses real. Save me from this dread I feel And oh Lord, can this be real? Save me from this dread I feel My skin, it crawls, my senses real Save me from this, save me from this Save me from this dread I feel Your 
Okay, uh, back to you by NYA there. Uh, yeah, I was, I, was, I was looking through um, some of my old um, uh, my old phone and sort of like found a card on there with some old local music that I forgot that I'd had. And that was one of the tracks that I found on there. So that was, that was, uh, that was well worth it the other day anyway. Uh, but yeah, um, I was, I was saying about going to the seaside with our parents and uh, we went down to Weymouth, which is always lovely. Um, but my brother told me of a, a sort of quieter beach because it was middle of the school holidays. And uh, yeah, we found this lovely, little uh i wouldn't say secluded but it wasn't as busy as like all the other beaches and it was nice quiet and uh tidy and 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 it was within the um harbor as well so it, it was you know uh within the portland harbor but the weymouth side of it and uh, it was near a little castle and it's a lovely little beach to go to and um yeah, I was just wondering, did you, did you have any f- uh, favourite seaside spots you'd like to go to? I had to just remind myself, I was quickly looking at my phone like you, about uh, sort of memories. Do you love going to Woolacombe? Uh, I'm not a surfer. I don't mm. body surf. I love the beach, but it's really, really crowded. But just above Woolacombe, and this is probably my favourite place where there's no beach, not as beautiful as Woolacombe, is this lovely little place called Malto. Oh. And uh, we used to go, I used to go with my kids camping there, t- took the ukulele. Never really liked cooking by a campfire. Lots of uh, people in our town do. For me, I like going to the pub and I like a, a beer. So there, there's a fish and chippy and there's also a really lovely pub as well. So we would just walk back afterwards. And Morto's got, very, it's just shingles, but it's just very quiet. You don't normally get many people on there. So for me, that's my favourite place, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely. I'd, I'll have to go and check that out sometime. I, I like Lime Regis as well, but... I mean, that's a bit too busy this time of year. But if you go out of season, it still gets quite busy out of season, really, Lyme Regis. But it, it does. West Bay is lovely, which is uh, just further towards uh, yeah. Bridport, just out of Bridport. Uh, the, the secret is for those near to Glastonbury and Street and Wells is to go either very early in the morning or a bit later in the evening when yeah. the tourists have gone. Um, but it's a lovely part of the world as well yeah i'd love well that is that is a great tip actually because we do that you know especially when kieran was quite little we used to do that quite often we'd uh around this time of year or or, or sort of like we we hop in the car round about sort of five in the evening four or five in the evening get down to five six o'clock just as everyone's clearing off and um you know maybe lime regis or down to weymouth or uh, out out to sort of Burnham or something like that, and it's lovely and quiet. It's a lot quieter there, and it's like you know, and and it's a great time to go as well to the seaside, especially if you get to see the sunset over the sea. You know, you get you know, it's a beautiful time to go. And there's also uh, I need Irie Fire and, and Shoto Dato to tell us this because this is there on their neck of the woods. The beach above western supermare so as you come down from burnham there's a nice quiet yeah not, i don't think it's not called west bay but it's a lovely i think it's just called sand bay actually but it's not very sandy but it is beautiful and that's that's lovely as well yeah no no i've not yet been in the sea have you been in the sea this year because i've not yes but we did we did go in the sea while we were there as well we we, we went for a paddle when we went to see kieran a couple of weeks ago uh down at portsmouth uh for his graduation we went for a paddle then and the sea was 19 degrees then uh it wasn't as warm down way it was about 16 but it was ideal and we went for a nice swim and just throwing the ball about in the sea you know it's one of those it it went sort of like waist high reasonably quickly but then it just stayed waist high it didn't go any lower than that for quite a while so yeah it's perfect you know and you could lay down and just have a good float or a swim or you know throw a ball about um there was great fun really enjoyed it it was nice to get in the sea hadn't done it for quite a few years being in the sea 
No, I was just talking to some uh, uh, families today out and about at work, talking about how I used to love uh, making tunnels on the sand, digging as far as I could. I should have been a tunnel engineer, but I just stuck it to when I was uh, on beaches as a kid. Um, I used to really take a great deal of pride of my tunnel and then try and build in an irrigation uh, channel to have water going underneath the sand. Uh, I think that's what brings out the best engineering schools skills in kids uh, is on a yeah. beach and what you make from the sand. I'll tell you one thing I don't miss though, when you had little kids and all, yeah, you know, and uh, I was looking at some of the dads coming down uh, to the beach with all the stuff piled up and the mums and they, but they look like Sherpas coming down there with, with sort of like stacks and stacks of stuff carrying it down to the beach. And I was like, cool that's a bit too much effort you know fair play to them you know it, it, but it was i was like, oh god <laughs> we've all got those kind of stories haven't we when we sort of go off with if uh, we have any young young kids in our family networks and we sort of make all the effort of packing the car up or whatever whether we're just going for a night or a day or going off camping you're just filling the car up with stuff and i remember going to is it blackpool sands on the in devon um yeah uh, going there with, with with sophie and we got there got into the water got out had an ice cream this is all in about 15 minutes after about an hour and 20 minutes drive and then she got stung by a couple of wasps at the same time so that was it basically get the sting under control come back home again so we weren't there very long there's always these stories isn't it as the, uh, the yeah, british yeah. going off to the to the seaside but it's always made up for it when you can now get different flavors of ice cream no further comment yeah too right anyway uh, let's play a bit of emily breeze and this is ego death Every day, every day I wake up praying that my place of work will have been burnt down.
Okay, uh, Plastic Bags there by Slaxons, uh, which has uh, been re-released and it's out there, so you can you can get it now. Um, yeah, uh, this is one you must have looked at when I wrote it down. Uh, this is another one of my money-making schemes. <laughs> I can see you shaking your head. But- Previously on Glastonbury Calling, Crop Circles. In this edition, another money-making yeah, scheme. But but this isn't this isn't for me actually. This is a community uh, based one anyway. So, uh, no, um, I was watching some of these random videos on YouTube, and um, there's a guy who goes around and follows all the football clubs. And uh, he was on about there's this club in Scotland, the sixth tier of Scottish football. They're just like, you know, a village team, uh, semi pro. And um, they're up near Inverness. Their team is called Loch Ness FC and their kits have got all pictures of Loch Ness monster on there. Uh, they've, they've got them in imprinted into the kit. There's some quite looking good looking kits and, uh, you know, they changed the name of the football club to this to try and raise a bit of money for the team. And they put Loch Ness shirt on sale and sold around the first one shirt they did. They did about 5,000 of them at 50 quid a piece. I mean, and so that's a, a good way for a community sports side in, in um, sort of, I thought, for, for in, in, in a tourist area to raise money. And you're thinking, well, a tour rugby or the Glastonbury football side, I mean, their kit's probably a bit, no offence to them. They're, they're ideal for it as a football kit, but as a selling thing, maybe they should come up with uh, a kit where they can sell with p- 
pictures of the tour on them, uh, links to the festival on them, and 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 ideas with that because of the local area. And and you know, even if they sold a thousand shirts at fifty quid a throw, that's fifty thousand quid. That you know, that'd be enough to keep a, a, a you know a small sports side and their teams running quite well in the local area. How, what, what's about that? Uh, I'm thinking fifty pounds. I think we, with the current times that we're in, probably not many of us are going to go for fifty pounds for a well, t-shirt. But I mean, you could have like an away t- trip, couldn't you? So you could have like, so let's bring in like Tour Rugby or Glastonbury yeah. FC wearing their kit that you've mentioned. Should we just put it at about fifteen or twenty pounds? I'm just trying to sort of help yeah. everyone well, here. Well, somewhere bring in it between. down a bit. But yeah, yeah but, fifteen, twenty. I mean, I mean a, a Premier League football kit now sells to 75 so even if they put it 30 to 35 that would still be quite you know read that would be half of a normal kit price and uh, people would snap it up so yeah, what you could do is have like a home and away kit so yeah so you you'd have um football teams coming into say glastonbury uh getting a glastonbury uh a t-shirt and then you know if you go back to I don't know, Bristol, and you've got a picture of the suspension bridge, and then you share the shirts. So you have a home and away shirt for wherever you're visiting. Yeah, I was looking at another one as well. There was, and they could do it with um, sort of Glastonbury Owls or something like that, or Glastonbury Springwater on the front. Um, But um, there was another side which had an absolutely brilliant kit, because you know Tiny Rebel Beer with the uh, little teddy bear with a patch on its eye and, and, and uh, uh, beating up teddy bear. Uh, and it's, it, it just looked so good. And that was on some lower non-league side um, in Wales, uh, just to raise money for the club. So there's lots of these things that sort of these football sides, especially like in our tourist area, could probably link on to try and raise some money, fundraise for themselves. We'll review this next year when we think about crop circles and t-shirts again. Yeah, well, well, well I'm, I'm, you're losing, I'm, you're losing me here. I'm, I'm, I, I, I might, I, just, I might I can, just send an email yeah. to the to the football team, and I see, I see what happens. I send an email to the football team and the rugby club with a link to this these t-shirts, uh, these football shirts because they're actually kits. They're not, um, you know, they're, they're they're actually kits. They're not t-shirts um and see what they think of them see what they make of them so this was the last ever episode of glastonbury calling as our new marketing manager for glastonbury sports goes into a different field it's been really (laughs) nice knowing you ian thank you so much for joining that's all right this will be the last edition ever of glastonbury ian becomes a multi-billionaire no 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 this, this isn't make me money it's not a selfish idea this one it's just passing it on to someone yeah, else. You knew if you so had this money, money, knowing you, knowing you very well, even if you did, all that money that you'd raise would go into community good. So um, if yeah. I was going to entrust any money with anyone, it would be you, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank I mean you. that as well. Okay, lovely. Uh, let's play a bit of Wild In now and uh, Falling Dreams.
so odd there's someone else who worships my bin
Okay, Bin Day there by Bad Cowboys, and they are playing the Sunday sessions at the railway this Sunday, along with the Bad Cowboys. Sean Buxton, our good mate, uh, Steve Henderson and Polly Carroll, uh, along with Tolly Snell. So good lineup of Glastonbury and street bass musicians uh, down there. And uh, yeah, well, you know, weather's looking good. And that'll be a good one to go to this weekend, I think. Missed most of the sessions. I just don't seem to get my act together on Sunday. No. Going, going to a gig on Thursday. Have you have you, have you done the gig thing? I don't, I don't want to do a spoiler here. Yeah, I'm just doing it now. So tell us the gig you're going to Thursday. Have you got it on your list? The assembly. Oh, well, I just won't mention just check, it if you mention uh, well, it. Well, no, I'm not going to mention. It. Just tell me. Do you have the assembly rooms? Because that's where I'm going tonight. Uh, so the broadcast of our Glastonbury. Oh yeah, uh, Jess Hellard. You got and it. The Ukulele Orchestra. That's where I'm going. Yeah, so he's going to be there. Oh, good. So you're going, you're going along to that. Yeah, that'll be yeah. a good night. He contacted me directly and saying, you know, could we, could we just uh, help publicise it? He's, it's hard times being a musician, and so he's his kindred is a bit like Rory McLeod. He's a, you know, he's a travelling troubadour, and we've got loads of troubadours in in Glastonbury, and his songs are just really, really, really good. If you, you know, they're fast, but they're also they're quite folky. And his words are excellent. So, yeah, might pop up a little uh, interview. Maybe we'll find a track for an, a future Glastonbury calling if if you're happy with that. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. You know, uh, uh, yeah. But, so definitely that's one uh, recommended. Uh, also on at the weekend, uh, on Friday at the King Arthur, there's a 90s hip hop night with G- DJ Ninth Letter. Um, on at King Arthur. Emma Webb is playing at the Market House. Um, also, uh, there's a break, break in Avalon uh, at the Assembly Rooms. Um, on Saturday, Jamestown Brothers are playing the Cobblestones. There's a paint jam at the King Arthur. Uh, summer music festivals on at the um, uh, Crossways, um, which is out at Northwoodton with Silver Train. Uh, uh, Sienna Weeks and uh, loads of other acts. Um, so one or two things on. Uh, it's not that busy in town, but everyone was saying, um, there's one or two people saying to me, because the night at the Abbey was on and um, there was a lot of festivals on outside of town, like the Green Gathering and a lot of the Glastonbury people go to, uh, town was quite deserted this week because uh, a lot of people went, uh, the, the, a lot of these festivals that were on as well. Yeah, uh, um, what's the place? Tangled Woods Festival is another Tangled really good Woods, one. Yeah. yeah, there's really some got some really good stuff that goes on there from all kinds of kind of rootsy Americana uh, jazz music as well. I think it's a jazz festival that they're putting on, which is near Wells in uh, in September. Oh, cool! cool. I just had to work out now. You know, you talk about the hip hop artist that's playing Ninth Letter. I've got my fingers out to work out. Well, what is the Ninth Letter? It's oh, I. it's mine. I know the ninth one because that's I for Ian. Hey. I could have told you that off. So maybe, uh, so... maybe I'm the DJ ninth letter. Uh, is that you? Is this your pseudonym? <laughs> I, I wish that that would be blowing a mystery, wouldn't it? Okay, so coming up at uh, somewhere in Glastonbury is the ninth and tenth letter, uh, Ian and Jem. Yeah, Ian and Jem. Yeah, I'm the tenth. Yeah, well, we ought to do that. DJ yeah, we could ninth do. and tenth letter. Yeah. Next time we do a silent disco or anything like that, uh, we rename ourselves. Yeah. I never oh, well. understand why people go to a silent disco and they've got the headphones on. They can't hear any music at all. They're just dancing to silence. Why, why would you do that? Oh, God. You didn't even come up with that one when we were doing it back. In, that's taken you since, oh, a good, well, since the start of July to think of that one. Yeah, okay, look, it's hot, you slow down, and uh, I'm just imagining myself. I was doing that, actually, at the Silent Disco. I didn't like the channels that were on. I think I told you about this party. So I switched the headphones off and just started dancing with no music at all. It's just as fun. Oh, cool. Well, I'm I'm sure it is for you. (laughs) It's a good way of keeping yourself entertained. Oh, yes, and uh, annoying other people, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll say goodbye to everyone and uh, thanks for coming down and, uh, and, and being part of the podcast again, Jim. 
<laughs> well, th yeah, thanks, everyone. Uh, enjoy this lovely weather. Um, try and keep your gardens green and not brown. It's not easy. Um, and yeah, we'll do it again soon. And uh, we're getting up to the what's the what's the 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 night at the Abbey, the, the what the last one that's at the Abbey that with has all the local music. Which yeah, night at the got, Abbey. Oh, okay. So the extravaganza. So uh, we just uh, going back the to extravaganza's that. been on. Yeah, yeah. and just, then we've got the night on. coming up at the end. Oh, of oh yeah, and the um, Pilton party. Yeah, uh, I think there's still tickets on sale. Uh, it is Elbow this year. If people oh. know that, so uh, no, that'd be good. Elbow are playing there. So I might be tempted be... by that because I was in the car park at Glastonbury Festival while Elbow was playing, trying to find my lost car. That was on a previous edition. Maybe I, I should just be there with them. They are such a great live band. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Ian, always great to see you. And uh, we'll catch up oh, soon, yeah. maybe next week. Yep, see you then. Take care. Yeah, take care. Bye, everyone. Sit down and lie to me Tell me that you'll be true Say that you stay at home And I won't question you Say that you don't down and cross your heart and you know that I'll believe say that it wasn't you seen getting in that car drinking so-called friends they do their best to tell me the mistakes I've made but they don't know the things you show me when we are together turn our back against the weather tell me that you're gonna stay Tell me that I'm the one That you can't live without And I'll pretend I didn't Detect that hint of doubt Hold my hand and read Assure me when I get so scared. Say shh and stroke my brow to ease my troubled head. They tell me tales about the ways you fool me when I'm out of town But I can see that you and me are here for the duration Damn their accusation Say you're gonna stick around, yeah Tell down and lie to me 
And I'll believe you all over again I'll believe you all over again Oh, I'll believe you all